Well, good evening, everyone. I'm going to stand by the side so that I'm not on top of Derek and Tim. <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, maybe later. Um, anyways, yeah, it's so good to be back for another Wednesday night and to, to see faces. And um, yeah, it's just exciting. And I am thrilled that each of you chose the week that you got back from spring break not to, you know, just choose to be home and, and get used to being just on campus, but you chose to be here tonight. That's um, an honor, and, and you should be proud of yourself for, for making that decision. So, um, yeah, excited for, for what we're going to be talking about tonight. Um, so we've been in a series all throughout the semester called Base Camp. And we've been talking about different, um, you know, applicable things that can be used as tools, I guess you'd say, to help us, you know, um, outside of, of the church walls to help us grow in our faith. And so this is like our base camp, right, where we learn about these things, we, we grow in these things, and then we take them and use them out there um, to, to achieve the quote-unquote mission. And so... Uh, we're, we've been in this series, and we've kind of entered this phase of talking about Bible study, and, and so we're, we're doing this for another couple weeks, and then excited about the next phase where we talk about prayer a little bit, so that'll be fun too. Um, but I want to start off tonight asking you a question. Do any of you remember going to a friend's house where they did something different than what your family would do? So, some of us are like, oh yeah, I, I can think of of several kids uh, that you maybe went over to their house. And like rules may have been different. Like, you know, for, for you, you might be at a friend's house where the rule was like they cut off electronics at, at 7 p.m., but your family, you know, you could do it afterwards and that's just different for you, right? Um, maybe for you, um, they, they had more lenient rules than, than your parents or maybe they had stricter rules than, than your parents. Um, you know, I remember going to houses and, and just thinking, like, like in my house, when, when we ate food, you know, we had, like, dinner or lunch. Like, we would pray before every meal. And so going to some families, like, it felt weird if they didn't pray before a meal. It was, like, one of those things where you just kind of, like, bend, bend over real quick, act like you're like tying your shoe and just say a quick prayer before <laughs> eating. Um, you know, like different things happen like that. And, uh, um, and, and I say that because like this specifically for me, it came pre-programmed to pray before meals for my family. Like that was something that I grew up with. And we all have things in our families that we come pre-programmed knowing as, as we grow up. And so um, we all have parts of our life like that. And one of those things is the Bible. For a lot of us, we've learned over the years about these different stories about the Bible that we can qu probably almost quote to some degree um, of, of what, what happened. And I want to share a quote that radically shifted how I study the Bible now and, and how I hopefully, you know, it, it would shift yours as well. Um, biblical stories come to us pre-programmed, and part of learning how to read the Bible is both an unlearning and a relearning what these texts have to say. And so for some of us, that might confuse us at first, right? Like that's, that's like, wait, 
What's, what's going on here? Um, and so what we need to know is when we read the Bible, we're reading a very long, a very ancient, complex story. I mean, to, to all of us, we could probably say that's in some degree true, right? I mean, a very hard story to get to know. Nearly 2,000 years old from the newest book that in the Bible that was written, and thousands of years before that for the book of Genesis. And before that, the story of the Bible had been passed down orally for thousands of years. So, like, there, it's, it's such a long story year-wise. Like, like, it is a difficult story to understand, but it's good. And that's why we always need to be learners of the Word and not just accept something as canon um, because depending where we're at, there could be things that, that people are teaching that, like, unfortunately, it happens. Like, maybe it's not true, or maybe they're putting a spin on it, adding to God's Word when we're not supposed to do that. And so part of learning how to study the Bible is, is a process of unlearning, which is fine, which is good, because it allows you to relearn the story in a, maybe a new way, maybe learning some things that, that you never knew about culture of, of the people in the Bible. Maybe you're learning different things of like how the Bible is interconnected um, because you've taken that time to just let the walls down and build up a new foundation so that you can understand scripture and what the biblical authors are trying to teach. And so um, tonight, what we're talking about is, is resources to help us understand this story. Um, and so uh, if you remember in our Ephesians study last semester, right? If I remember right on Sundays, this word got thrown around a lot of apocalypse. Does anybody remember what, what that meant? Remember, it, it's not zombie apocalypse, but in the Greek it meant like revelation, like you're, you have a revelation. And so um, where my heart is, is I want to share the revelations for me where like I discovered these resources or people shared them with me that just like blew open my mind and my like, the Bible is not just like, you know, we, we read there's so much to understand here that it takes not just one lifetime, but lifetimes and lifetimes and lifetimes and lifetimes to understand, and which is crazy, um, but cool. And so I want to share tonight some of these resources that, that were, were blew, blew the walls open for me to get to know this story um, even further. And so I want to start off with this quote from Scripture found in Second Timothy. Probably know it. Um, but figured it was, it's, it's a good one for, for this specifically. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So that's why we need to understand the story, so that we may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So all scripture is in the Bible for a reason. And as I've already said, some of it is very, very hard to understand. I think we could all agree that. We get to Leviticus, and we're all like, nope. <laughs> Numbers, nope. Deuteronomy, oh, here's Joshua. I know something cool happens in there. Um, and so, um, 
it's, it's a hard, hard thing to understand. But thankfully, we are blessed by Jesus to have very, very smart people who have provided resources to help us understand this beautiful revelation story of Jesus who came to save the world forever. And so what you need to know that tonight isn't like some kind of discourse or, or revelation that you'll learn from, from Scripture per se today. Um, but I found this phrase that's pretty popular fitting when it comes to learning about Bible resources and learning to do Bible study on our own. And it comes from a, a Chinese proverb, if you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. If you teach him to fish, you feed him for many days. And so today, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily giving you a fish, um, but teaching how to fish so that you can fish on your own. And so I want to pray before we dig in tonight um, into to what we're learning. Jesus, I thank you for the opportunity it is for us all to gather here and just to get to learn about you and maybe see some resources that will help us dig deeper into your story and how it brings restoration and redemption and love to the world. And so I pray, God, that we come with open hearts, that uh, we just have spirits that are, are listening, and um, that we just let your, your spirit speak through us tonight. In your name we pray. Amen. And so um, the first thing that I want to start with is this. When it comes to Bible resources, Google is your best friend. Yes. Bailey said, heck yes. And yes. So the amazing thing about Google um, is that you can type in like the, a question or like, when was, the Bible, when, when was this verse said by Paul uh, to the Ephesians or, or whatever, and, and shoots up like, you know, millions of, of web pages where, where you can find like this certain thing you're looking for. But it's also a dangerous thing that <laughs> Google does that because not all resources are, are canon and, and, and I, I guess you'd say like based in scripture. And so you have to be careful looking at like the web page, look at their about page, look at like what, what, what they're about um, to make sure that, that they're, you know, some, something trustworthy to do. Um, and so, uh, yeah. And so in my research, the resources, like I said, that I'm showing from my standpoint and the research I've done are, are reliable. And um, n these aren't the only ones. I want to say that for sure. And I have a resource page that like Adam, Hannah, and I all put together that has a bunch of other resources that aren't talked about. I'm specifically talking about the ones for me that, that open the doors to my faith uh, with Jesus further. And so the first one is commentaries. How many of you know what a Bible commentary is? Most of us? That's good. I was in ministry before I found out what a Bible commentary was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So talk about crazy. I was sitting in my office and basically googled something, again Google, um, about Zacchaeus and, and found this, this resource that I'm going to talk about later called Blue Letter Bible. And it went into the story of Zacchaeus and said all these things about how, like, where geographically it, it mattered because Jesus would have went out of his way to, to go see Zacchaeus. And, like, people would have hated him. And so the fact that Jesus used his name mattered. And, like, all these things, like, that just helped brought out the meaning. I was just like, 
blown away and like, oh my gosh, this, this changed the game for me. <laughs> and like getting to understand what, what the Bible is. And so um, if you don't know what a commentary, I found this definition from Learning Religion um, on their website that I think is, is very good. A Bible commentary is a written, systematic series of explanations sorry, and interpretations of Scripture. And there are thousands of commentaries out there. Um, honestly, thousands of years old to, to now, lots of commentaries. If you're to ask Adam, Hannah, or I a commentary on the book of Philippians, the odds are we're probably going to refer you to, to a different one um, because there's that many but that's okay because that also allows us to find commentaries that fit our style, fit like what we need to be able to, to get, get meaning from, from it. Um, if, if you're like, I, I want something that, that sounds pretty nerdy. Um, I want something that's easy to understand. Um, one, one set, I actually had it on the, the slide. It's called the Christ-centered exposition. Um, what, what I love about about those specifically is that they're pretty like devotional style so if if you like reading devotionals like they're pretty good and like talking about verse verse by verse but also giving like questions to think about at the end so it feels very devotional like um, but that is a good like like easy um, commentary to kind of dip your feet in the waters if, if you will um, to, to diving deeper into maybe a book of a bible um, that's a, that's a good set, but we have, again, lots of commentaries are on this resource guide that each of you will, will get to take home. Um, so, uh, yeah, very, very good stuff. Um, it'll blow your mind. Some people will say things that just take you to like, oh, I wonder what about this? And now I wonder about this. And now I wonder about this. And it just keeps the chain going, which is cool. And then you realize, oh man, time has gone away, which is cool. Um, because you're studying God's word and and it's it's exciting, and so yeah. The next resource that I want to talk about is Blue Letter Bible. Has anybody heard of Blue Letter Bible? Probably some of us. It's uh it's yeah. I just read Devin's lips. He said amazing. Yes, it is. Um, they have lots of commentaries on there, and it's not just commentaries. They also have like Bible translations on there. They, one, one thing that I think is cool is that you could, you know, click on, like, the, the Greek of a word and, and, and the Bible, and it shows you, like, what the definition, like, originally would have been. And so that's pretty cool to, to get further, like, meaning and understanding. Um, see, like, what words are repeated, um, even though, like, in our English language aren't necessarily repeated, because that often leads to meaning as well. And so, super cool. Um, and as I said before, that was like the, the first site that like just blew, blew my mind of like what a Bible com commentary was. So very good resource. Definitely check it out. The next one is probably one that a lot of us are popular, like probably a lot of us know about, Bible Gateway. Any fans of Bible Gateway? Most of us, a lot of us. Um, Bible Gateway is super cool. They have a ton and a ton and a ton of translations on their site. And you might think, like, why, why do we need more translations? And what we need to know is, like, there, there are several translations, yes. Um, different translations have 
different aspects for different purposes. So they're like what you would call like more word for word, where they try to be very, very true, like word to word of what the, the, the Hebrew and the Greek would have been, um, because the Bible wasn't just written in English. It was written in a totally different language, you know, thousands of years ago, where it is very difficult to try and translate what it has said into our, our language um, when, when those languages aren't as popular anymore. Still around, but where we don't have, like, someone who wrote the Bible is here now can be like, oh, yeah, this is probably what the word would have been like in, in English. And so what, what, ha- what is nice about this is you have, like, a New Living Translation um, that's very easy to read, and so it's one that, that you might, if, if you're just reading the Bible for the first time, it's easy to read and can, can help you understand the Bible a little bit more. And then, you know, you might be one who really wants to, to, to look at more of the original language. And so you get like a, a new American Standard Bible that is very like word for word, um, very, very highly true to, to the original language where it may not always read the best, but um, it is a very good for like studying and trying to find patterns and repetitions of, of phrases. So um, Bible Gateway is cool because um, you can find different translations that, that fit, you know, like, like what you're looking for in your reading style um, that can help you understand the Bible further. I'll be honest, like I am not a good reader, very terrible reader. And so when I first was like trying to figure out what is the Bible saying? Um, I had a New Living Translation that just blew my mind that was like, I'd never knew this translation existed. And getting to read that just, just helped a ton. And so not that you always stick to one translation, um, but, but find something that, that helps you to, to dig in the word deeper. So yeah. Um, the next one is Got Questions. This is, this is awesome. Nate's r- right here. Um, we're going through the book of Revelation right now, and we have a lot of questions that, that go on. And, and he can tell you, like, we're, we're lo- I'm looking up on my phone a lot, like, what, what, what are the four horsemen? Like, what are, who are they? And different things like that that are, are harder to, to understand. And a lot of times, like, in our study, it's been, like, through, through this website, Got Questions, and um, what's cool about them is they take, like, very, very hard faith questions, um, and they try their best to be very faithful to Scripture, and they're not always like, this is the only thing that this could be. They're always like, like uh, it could be this, but it could also be this. It could, you know, even be this, and so they try to give you, you know, they're not trying to be, like, the end-all, be-all, because you know, they're not John who wrote about this vision, so they can't for sure say, um, but they can give, like, in, you know, the, the, the probable meanings or, or the most likely meanings of what different things are, and they also have, like, like I said, like, very, very difficult questions on there that they try to give people um, answers to, and they have, like, 700,000 different questions about the Bible on there, and one thing that I feel is honorable is the CEO takes full responsibility of all the answers on their website. So um, he's like basically 
like if something is is wrong if if it's not like true like it comes on me you know so i feel like like putting yourself out there like that is pretty pretty honorable and pretty pretty trustworthy and so um, from what i've seen from this website is it's another great one to help us like dig into the bible more um the last one i think this is a common one um but is one that that has over the span of the last five years has really really helped my faith grow is the bible project how many how many know the bible project if you're in any discipleship with with adam hannah or i you've probably seen something bible project related but the bible project if you don't know about them is a nonprofit organization all about helping provide educational resources to help people experience the bible as one unified story that leads to Jesus. And they do quite a bit, and they have, like, an awesome team uh, pushing this mission forward. Um, but they have a ton of resources to help with this. They have videos. This is where they kind of got their, you know, this is where they started Bible Project. These videos that are explainer videos about, like, a certain topic um, in Scripture or a certain theme in Scripture that they dive into, um, like, the books of the Bible, um, they have like a big series with that of, of a video for, for every book in the Bible. Um, very, very awesome. They get to the point, they put a lot in these videos that you just walk away and you just feel like your mind just got blown. Um, at least for me, it does. Um, and it helps to explain like, like what all is happening. So if you're like, I just read 40 chapters of Exodus, still have no idea what happened. Um, <laughs> you know, these videos oftentimes help to, like, bring stuff together so that, that you know, maybe, maybe it helps you to be like, oh, okay, this is, this is what was meant by this. Um, and often, not with all their videos, but several of them, they also have, like, study notes to go with those videos so that you can dig d- deeper into the topic um, where they'll, they'll go in some of, the, like, the original language. Um, but also see, like, the pattern uh, throughout the Bible. Um, the, w- another thing they do is podcasts. So, so they'll often expand, like, on that v- one video by doing, like, a podcast series on it. And, like, I was blown away by this, but they did a Tree of Life video and then did a podcast series about it for 10 episodes. Like, that's <laughs> digging deep into it, but it's, it's pretty, pretty cool. Um, and so... Like, they go into deeper details, oftentimes, of, of their different, different videos through, through these podcasts. Um, and so listening can help further of just, like, that's not all they do, but they, these podcasts can, can help as well if, if you're like, oh, that looks really interesting. I think that's a topic that I want to find more, de- you know, find more about um, that, that as well. So, yeah, um, they do... Um, try, trying to go through this real quick. They do blogs, um, which, you know, are, are awesome as well, digging into different details and expanding to these, theme, the, these themes. Um, one, one that's a fairly recent thing is, is their classroom. And the, the classroom, what they do is they have seminary-level classes for free um, that you can take, and it's like a do it on your own, so it's not like you sign up for a class that's eight weeks long. You, you do it literally just on your own. Um, I haven't touched a course for like eight weeks, um, <laughs> and we'll go back to it probably, honestly, in the summer. 
Um, so, so like that's what's nice about it is is like depending, you know, who you are. If you can hit a video or a lecture, if you will, a week and go through the little materials that they have, like that's that's awesome. I would suggest like if you're looking at this, it's probably best to do it in the summer when you don't have 15 to 18 credit hours to focus on. Um, but they're they're solid. That quote that I said at the beginning came from one of those classes. Um, I think Adam is currently in the Book of Ephesians class that they have on there. Hannah, are you in Heaven and Earth? Yes. yes. I'm, in, I'm in that one as well, but I've only done like one lecture. So <laughs> I basically started it, the semester started, I was like, yeah, I can't do this uh, right now. But it is a lot of content, a lot of good content. It'll bring your brain to mush, uh, but in a good way. Um, it, it just goes through a lot, a uh, lot and a little. And then the last thing is they just released this. They released an app um, that's kind of like, I guess you call like a command center for, for a lot of their resources. And so they have it set up currently uh, to study the, the Torah, which is the first five books of Moses, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. And they're doing a thing where they're tracing these different patterns um, that you can find throughout those, those books. And so there's like Holy Spirit, um, Exile, Blessing and Curse, Tree of Life. Um, and they're doing one through Exodus right now that's um, uh, about like the, name, the names of God. And so like it's super solid stuff. They have all their videos on there, all their podcasts on there. So I mean, a super good resource. And so uh, all of these resources I've gone through tonight are just some of the many that, that are out there to help you to get to know the story of the Bible. And so before we pray and go to connections groups, I just want to take uh, about 10 minutes to do some question and response time. If you're like, what about this? Or what about this? Um, we'll probably only get through like two questions, uh, <laughs> but I figured I'd open it up. If, if anybody has any questions about biblical resources. Chris. Uh, how do you know which uh, commentary is the right one? So honestly, experience. <laughs> I mean, that's like the, the best, best thing. Um, like we have the, on here this list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight commentaries that that we would all suggest that are, are good commentaries. Um, but these aren't the, the only ones. Uh, but these are all like sets of commentaries that are pretty, pretty solid. So, yeah. It kind of depends. Um, some commentaries focus on culture, some focus on like patterns, some focus on, it just depends. Um, but like, a lot of these commentaries on here, they'll dig to some degree, like the history behind it, what like the people would have been thinking, you know, a little bit of the setting. And so kind of that, that aspect to help bring the meaning out. Good question. Tim. This isn't a question, it's more so just advice. Use all the stuff together. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So Tim, Tim said, use all these resources together. And I, I couldn't agree more because that's the whole, whole point is of being a learner is getting to use your resources. Yeah. 
Dakota. I almost said Devin. I don't know why. I don't know why. Yeah, um, so I, I think that's a really good question. Um, I think, so oftentimes the resources I use are, are resources that like I've heard from other people are solid resources. And so um, I often claim that I am not very smart, but I use very smart people to help me sound smart. And so that, that helps a lot, um, but also the the like when if if for example you're on a website um they have like about pages and like like you know uh faith testaments whatever you want to call them oftentimes and seeing like is is that like biblically you know what what i feel is is true to the biblical story or if you read a story and it's like that that is pretty pretty wonky and like no other resource agrees with that like that might be like, like an alarm set. Um, but, but I also want to say, like, I don't think it's bad necessarily to, to look at those because you find out, like, what's, what's out there so that you can help people be like, oh, I understand why they're coming from, from, from that angle. And so you can help be like, uh, actually, you probably want to look into this because that's a little, little fishy. Yeah. Adam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alongside that, and then you have some discernment there as well, where it's like this resource is saying something that's not in there. <laughs> so yeah. like, that, that's a good way to make sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so like what Hannah taught a few weeks ago, like all these resources would be perfect for, for um, in that. Anything else? <laughs> What's up, Hannah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, for I, sure. Like, I mean, there, there are like study Bibles and things that are from like a person that are also still very valuable, but like teams of people, I think, are really good too, because that's kind of just bouncing off each other, saying, like, you know, it's nice to have a person to check with, to, like, hey, do you think this is like sound doctrine to print and mass produce for everyone to see? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Tim. This is actually a question. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, what are some of the like 
major transitions <coughs> that you recommend on both sides of that spectrum, of, like being literal and being easy to read? Um, like, what are some of the major ones that you would recommend for people that uh, may not have as much experience with that? Yeah, yeah. I think if you're like looking to get started into reading the Bible and getting to understand it for the first time, like for for me, NLT was a solid choice because like like a lot of the other translations are great translations that people recommend. For me, um, it was like NLT was solid to to just know the story. Like it was more of readability um, because again, like. I, I'm someone who's terrible with reading comprehension. Um, if you're looking for something that's like, like word for word, like um, th throwing out like New King James, NASB are very solid. Um, NIV's a good one for like, I guess you'd say like in the middle of, of those two. Um, yeah, there, there are a ton of Bible translations. CSB is a new one. Um, that a newer translation that's that's pretty solid as well. Um, so you kind of have to like, I guess you say like like. I want to say pick your poison, but pick your poison. Um, what what you're looking for? <laughs> are you are you looking for something that's that's you know maybe easier to read, um, or are you looking for something that's like, if you will, like more true to the language? Adam. Yes, yes. I think we, yeah. I was going to say, that's, that's a function, yes. That's amazing. Yeah. Cool, well, I'll pray, and then we can dive into our connection groups. Jesus, I thank you for this day. Thank you for the opportunity it is to just come before you and take some time to see how we can learn um, about you, God. And I just pray that we um, would take these things that we learned tonight and that we would apply them to, to our personal study time, that we can truly dig into this story about redemption, about grace, and about love, that you came to save the lost. And that story is amazing and good. And um, I thank you so much, Jesus, that that people have provided resources to help us get to know this, this story even more. Um, that for some of us, it might come, come alive, uh, you know, for the very first time. And so I pray, Jesus, that, that we would um, con be continual learners of your word and trust the story um, that you've placed before us and continue to let your spirit uh, transform our hearts and break down the, the hardness that we may have and that we would you know, may, maybe unlearn some of these pre-programmed things that we have um, so that we can relearn your good story and your good news. In your name we pray. Amen.